Hello, ELM fam members. If you are new to this podcast, thank you for listening. If you've been listening for a while, I'm surprised that you stuck around for so long. Uh, before we start, though, I just want to mention that this is our last podcast ever for this year. We are going to take a short break for Christmas, and we will come back with more spicy interviews next year. Today, we have two special guests. Uh, one of them you should be very familiar with because he is very active in our church. The other you should also be familiar with because he helps me make these crazy podcasts every week. We have Timmy Lee and we have Stephen Ha. Hey, guys. Hey, Unsu. What's so, up? Yeah. I'm going to need you guys to, like, talk <laughs> not at the same time, you know? Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So raise your hand first if you're going to speak, okay? Got it, got it. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I asked you guys to uh, prepare short introductions of yourselves. You guys ready? Sure. Yeah. Who wants to go first? I can go first. Um, hey, everybody. I'm Timmy Lee. I was born and raised in Young Sing Church, uh, attending with my family. Uh, but I wasn't really plugged into ELM as much until a little bit more recently, maybe in the last three years. Um, I've been attending since then a lot. And... Yeah, I guess I'm glad to be here to talk to you guys and get to know people more and to let you guys know me a little bit better. All right. Very good introduction. Now, Steven. What's up, guys? My name is Steven. Just like Timmy, I grew up at ELM. You could say me and Timmy are uh, buddies. Yeah, as you guys know, I'm, I'm helping also producing this podcast. And if you guys ever wonder what my voice sounds like, this is what it sounds like. Um, and yeah, that's it. When does your voice get so deep, dude? That's what I want to know. That's his podcast voice. This, this is my <laughs> podcast voice, dude. <laughs> I whip it out when I need to. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> All right, so we're interviewing you guys together because um, you guys are really good friends. Um, you guys grew up in our church together and you've stayed friends for a really long time. Do you guys recall the first time you guys met? Yeah. It was, uh, you know that little playground at Young Sing? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, I was just chilling in the monkey bars, and this random guy came up to me and was like, hey, yo, what's <laughs> up? And I'm like, yo, what's up? And he was like, you want to be best friends? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And ever since then, we've just been buddies. 20 plus years. <laughs> it all started from the playground. <laughs> Wait, is that your recollection too, Timmy? Not really. <laughs> but I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it though. What, what, what do you What do you remember? Like how you guys met? I don't think I really remember how we met, but I do remember we would always pretty much sit next to each other, even in the like the junior elementary classes, or even even younger, like the pre K classes. Um, we would always just kind of laugh, maybe even during service as a kid. But um, yeah, my recollection is that we just kind of did church our entire lives together um, and we're still friends doing it together right now. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I'll actually tell you the real reason how we became friends. <laughs> okay. The real reason is you know, Timmy was that kid back in um, elementary school who had a ball in car with a mini TV in his car. And so he would bring his GameCube every Sunday and he would be the Super Smash guy. And if you wanted to play, you had to be his friend. And so I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to be his friend so I can play every Sunday. 
That was fun. I used to bring my GameCube and we'd link it up to our cars because it had a screen in the back. And we would just play GameCube in the back of my car at church. Do you guys, uh, you guys still do that or was that only back then? Once in a while. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like last week. Um, no, we moved on. We moved on. For me, at least. A lot of like my child childhood friendships you know, faded away. I guess what I'm curious about is what keeps your friendship going even after you know you are, you have grown up to be you know big men <laughs> i think for me i think i definitely can't downplay comfort um i think we just grown to be really comfortable with each other just being close friends um which isn't a bad thing i think we because we're really comfortable with each other it really helps us um, maintain just a fun friendship but i think a little bit more recently, I think I even had a discussion with some of our close friends, you know, talking about how we were able to maintain our friendship over the years. Because um, we do realize, you know, a lot of friends growing up, uh, you know, they do come and go, but somehow our friendship still, you know, stay the same. And yeah, I think, to be honest, I think church and our faith plays a huge role in our friendship. Um, I think, though, we might come off as very you know, goofy, similar guys. Um, we are pretty different sometimes. And I think even though we are different, we do share this, um, you know, goal of wanting to go to church together, you know, growing our faith. And I think that was able to really bond us over the years. And um, it, it let us have a much deeper relationship than just, you know, this fun friendship that we do have. Um, but I think it kind of gives us a deeper meaning. And I think that's what allowed us to really stay strong in our friendship all these years. Reflecting on my own, like, I know this is your interview, but I can't help but, you know, think about, like, my friendships that I've had through, you know, Yongsang and, you know, the friends that I grew up with. Um, the thing is, like, I feel like for me, some of my, a lot of my friends fell away from faith. And that's, like, one of the reasons why I might not be in contact with some of my friends anymore. What, what, what are some reasons that you think that people our age might fall away from the from our faith for i think a good reason is as we grow up we find different values and so maybe there are some values in the church or in the faith that you might not align with or you might have got hurt from and so i think that's a very common reason most people fall away now and also another reason might be is just like um just a, like a lack of accountability because if you yourself don't try to initiate and go to church and really work out your faith honestly it's going to be hard and it, it is really hard and so i think in that way they can fall too yeah i agree i think accountability was a huge thing um and i think like i said about my friendship with steven i think accountability is that one reason like we were able to stay strong in our friendship and our faith um you know being able to go to church together, um, we were able to be accountable and like, you know, seeing each other every Sunday or even different church events. Because uh, say one person didn't show up or anything, you know, it was easy to reach out and be like, hey, why, why aren't you here? Why aren't you there? Um, so yeah, like if you don't have accountability or like people that might be able to check up on you to see how you are doing, um, I think that can definitely play a role in like, you know, keeping you in your faith, keeping you coming out to church and all that yeah that, wow that's that sounds like 
an amazing blessing that you guys had that you guys were able to you know keep each other accountable um like i think especially during like like college i think it's really easy for you know guys to just like you know just be like you know i'm going to skip church just this week and then you know if someone else isn't texting them or calling them you know it's easy to give that second third time in a row you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. What do you guys do for fun when you guys are, you know, hanging out? Like offline or online? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, IRL first, in real life first. Uh, I guess in real life, <laughs> food is definitely a big thing. I think we like to eat together a lot. Yeah, hiking is fun for sure. Um, I think we also like to hit up other friends that we are uh, mutually really close with. I personally, sorry, I personally do enjoy listening to music and finding new music. Um, I think if I'm on my own time, I definitely like to spend time just like listening to different kinds of music, finding the music as much as I can. Um, Yo, he said, what would we like to do? Not what do you like uh, to do? What would we like to do? <laughs> Dude, I feel like we just <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, me and Timmy, we just hang out like wherever, whatever. Like before quarantine started, it'll be like Saturdays, and then I'll text Timmy, "Yo, I'm coming over," and he'll be like, "All right," and then we just go to his house and do nothing. Yeah, I think our friendship like it never revolved around like having to like have such set plans or like activities like, to having do. Having something to do, yeah. Yeah, I think we are a very spontaneous, um, especially our group. I think in general, um, I think we are spontaneous in that. I think we can just enjoy whatever we do, whenever we do it. Um, so I think even if he just comes over and hangs out or like watches like movies or something, like that's a fun time for us, you know? Yeah. How has uh, COVID changed your uh, like group dynamic or like friendship dynamic? Just in terms of hanging out um, and even, you know, staying connected through like, you know, talking. Um, it definitely did make it a little bit difficult. Um, but I think because we know we're all in this together, um, not to be so cliche or anything like that, but yeah, because we are all in this together, I think we do look forward to being able to hang out, um, you know, in the future or even in the small moments of like maybe once in a while being able to see each other. So it definitely did get a little bit difficult, but I think overall it hasn't changed too much. Um, Timmy, I uh, heard through the grapevines that uh, <clears throat> you're leaving the nest, nest soon and uh, moving in somewhere. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I am actually planning to move. I do live at home right now with my family, but very soon I am planning to move out with another friend of mine um, be, to be a little bit closer to work, even though we are still working from home. Um, I think just us being able to be closer to work uh, is a, just a huge plus. And yeah, I think we just kind of both came to the decision of kind of wanting to, you know, make that next step in our lives you know, kind of be on our own feet, I guess, you know, adult a little more, so to say. But yeah, we are planning to move uh, very soon. We are currently looking for a place. And yeah, that is probably the biggest thing that is uh, happening in my life right now. So that's something to really look forward to. Um, and uh, so did you guys like find like an apartment and everything yet or? We have found a few places all in a similar area. Um, it's in Devon, PA. 
Um, but we haven't found anything specific yet. Uh, we're just still kind of looking around to see, you know, what would work best for us. Um, still in the beginning process, but yeah, it's looking like it's much closer. Okay. Yeah, I didn't mean to, you know, intrude on your personal stuff. You know, I, <laughs> I only asked because I have a follow-up question from a congregation member, straight from a member whose name is Judy. She says to Stephen, when are you moving out, you bum? In quotes. Uh, you know, it's uh, <laughs> finances, bro. No, just kidding. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I never really thought about moving out right now because I think, honestly, I'm like still figuring out my life. That's how I feel. So I think, yeah, honestly, finance is a little bit of it. Getting my, honestly, getting my heart prepared to move out is, uh, is a big thing too. And just getting my mindset in there. So I, I like have no like firm reason to move out like Timmy does, he's moving closer to work. But for me, like, I live semi-somewhat close to work. And so, yeah, I don't have, like, a set reason. Yeah, man, enjoy it now, man. Like, it's I nice. Will, to, I will. It's nice to have, like, Amma's cooking, you know, yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to miss, but oh, never mind. <laughs> What are you gonna say? Say it. Just say it, man. You're gonna, no, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Um, you're gonna throw a kicker. But who says I can't always come back and enjoy some cooking? Wow. <laughs> Timmy, so you mentioned earlier that uh, you really enjoy music and you love exploring new music. Um, if you could only listen to one musical artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? I don't know, because I, I listen to so many different genres too. So I feel like that's so difficult to pinpoint. What's the genre? What's the genre you're listening to right now? I definitely do enjoy my Christian music. Not to be cliche, but I genuinely do listen to it a lot. Um, I am also a fan of some EDM. Um, yeah, Tim is a hardcore raver. <laughs> uh, I did listen to a lot of EDM back in the day but I do listen I try, I try my best to listen to a little bit more I guess more mellow type of EDM these days why not why not Christian EDM bro I don't know I feel kind of weird fist pumping to Christian music <laughs> what do you mean I'm, I'm just kidding <laughs> you guys aren't into any like Gregorian chants or anything like that what's that just uh just uh look it up on YouTube but um give us a little preview it's uh, it was a joke. It's like um like super old like fourteen hundreds like monks like chanting like in Latin <laughs> like just first first Christian music ever, there ever was, man. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I vibe with that. Yeah, yeah, you might be into it. Dude. You could fist your bump. maybe on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could pump your fist to that. But um, let's see. And then can I ask you guys to share something that most people that uh don't know about you? Um, I guess I can share a fun fact. My birth name was not Timothy, but I did legally change to Timothy almost as soon as, as I was born. And I'll leave it at that. People can ask me what my birth name is or was. Why don't I just ask you now? What was your, what was your <laughs> oh, birth dude. name, bro? I keep it a mystery, dude. 
you can't you have to elaborate like just give us give us a little bit more so i was born with the name albert but i think real soon after i don't know how long but it was it was real soon after like no one really knows that except for pretty much my immediate family and maybe like a close group of like family friends um yeah they my parents legally changed it to timothy can i ask you why um also they originally named me albert because i think i think from what i know they wanted me to be the next albert einstein <laughs> but i guess they lost hope so they no, I'm just kidding. I really don't know the full reason. <laughs> Your parents are like, wait, Einstein had a mustache. This guy doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honestly, I think they just wanted maybe a name that's actually in the Bible. Um, and they just liked the name Timothy and it felt a little bit more modern than Albert. Gotcha, gotcha. Steven, fun fact or something that most people don't know about you? Fun fact? I don't know. Not that interesting, to be honest. But I guess um, on, in high school, I was on the diving team for one season. Not many people know about that. Cool, cool. I asked for a fun fact, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. That was, uh, that was fun, dude. I, can't wait to tell uh, my fiance about it later. <laughs> I'm yeah, just I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I joined. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. All right. So, like, I was part of this b-boy club at my school. If people who don't know b-boy, it's breakdancing. But all the rural heads know it's called b-boy. And so we were just having a club fair. And uh, we had a b-boy club uh, table. And... We were trying to promote it and stuff, and I could do like backflips and stuff. And so all my friends were like, "Yo, Steven, do a backflip so that like we could get some crowd going on it." All right, all right. and I did a backflip, and then the swim team walked by and was like, "Whoa, that was pretty nice. Do you want to join the dive team?" And I was like, "Um, I I don't know." And he gave me a piece of paper, and I just took it. And I was like thinking about joining. I didn't really want to because you have to wear a speedo and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't really about that, but. I was like, I was like, oh, maybe I could learn more flip tricks during diving. And then so I tried it, but I ended up really not liking it. And so I stopped after one. Did you compete at all? Yeah. What What were some uh, scores? Is it like what you see in the Olympics where they like have a piece of paper go up? It's like 9.6 or whatever. Yeah, it's like uh, three judges, I think. Uh-huh. And they all score you from zero to 10. Okay. Of how perfect your form is, how little splash. I don't know. I didn't really get too in, in depth with it, but it was score you. And honestly, I'll average maybe like a six on a good day. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, thanks for sharing that with me. And then, um, and uh, Stephen, I know you, you know that this was coming. Uh, can you share your testimony with us? How did you come to meet Jesus and how did you come to accept him as your Messiah? Mm-hmm. Um, like Timmy, Timmy and I mentioned earlier, uh, we grew up in the church. And so I would, I would say like 
God was always with me through my young age to my adulthood. Uh, like the typical, like growing up in church uh, kid. But I think a major turning point was two points in my life. Um, first one was when I was a kid and me and Timmy went to this camp called PFC. And so I was like, all right, I'm saved, I'm saved. And so like, that's what I believed. But then um, one of our counselors asked us like, to everyone to close their eyes one night. She asked, raise your hand if you think you're not a believer. And then the kids rose their hands who thought they were not believers and they put it down. And then the second question was, raise your hand if you think you are a believer. And then I rose my hand. Later, it was like to non-believers just listen to what I have to say about Jesus Christ and stuff. I don't remember what he said, but then I do remember him um, telling me to open my eyes and put my hand down. And so I was wondering, like, am I the only one who had my hand up? And so after that conversation, I asked all my friends, like, yo, did you, do you think you're a believer? Like, did you raise your hand? <laughs> and then even though, I think, I think I asked Timmy that too. And then Timmy was like, no, I didn't raise my hand. And I'm like, wait, what? And so that really, uh, I know it's kind of little, but like that kind of like questioned my uh, reasoning for my faith, I guess, as a kid. And so um, after that, uh, I just like grew up in the church, kept continuing to grow up. And then during senior year of high school, junior, senior year of high school, I guess I didn't really care for about church. And I just like came to church for friends and stuff like that. But honestly, like I could care less about working on my working at my faith and like knowing about God more and serving and stuff like that. Yeah, I just didn't give it a second thought. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, don't went to church. Um, I don't really care for it. But I have a really close friend from Jersey. Um, like we were close enough where we would just like sleep over each other's house, and our moms were really good friends. And so even though he moved to Jersey, like we always kept in touch. And uh, just during one night randomly, he asked me, yo, Steven, do you think you're a believer? And I was like, uh, or she's like, do you think Jesus saved you? Or do you believe in Jesus as your savior? And I was like, um, not really. And then he was like, wait, why not? And then I was like, I don't know. I just don't really care for it. And then he kind of explained the gospel very simply and how like the gospel is very simple and to understand and like God loves us and cares for us. And he's been through a lot in his own life. And he was just in like tears explaining the gospel to me. And that was like the first time I ever like understood the gospel and it hit me in the heart, even though like pastors would talk about the same thing every Sunday. This was like the first time I like kind of understood it and took it as my own. And seeing him just, his heart break for God's word and stuff, it kind of led me to, I guess, continue my faith. Cause I'm like, hey, if someone like, that's like my best friend believes in this kind of faith, it must be real. And so I started to continue, continuing to pursue my faith then and there. Um, and yeah, and he's a pastor to today, so. Yeah, thank you, Stephen, for sharing that with us. Um, and then, Timmy? Yeah, I can go ahead. Um, yeah, I think I can definitely start the same way Stephen did, too. I grew up in the church. Um, you know, I grew up with my family. Um, and I think because of that, I didn't think too much 
you know, of Christianity. It was just, it was kind of something that I just always knew in the back of my mind. You know, as a kid, I would learn, you know, you know, WWJD, what would Jesus do? I would learn things like God loves me, all that stuff. So it was kind of always ingrained in me. Um, so I never really had like a huge, like, like, oh my goodness moment. But I think over the years, as I did become older, um, I did experience a lot of, you know, these small victories and small um, moments of really seeing how God is actually working in me. Um, I think one of the first moments for me was also during my youth group years um, when I attended a, uh, a winter retreat with a youth group. And, you know, though, even though I was young, um, but I think just this idea of, you know, going away with um, just all the other students um, with the same age and just spending a couple days, um, you know, revolved around, you know, God and praise and worship and even just connecting with all your other friends. Um, that just kind of gave me a glimpse of, um, you know, what Christianity can be about, you know, after the retreats, it, you know, I, I experienced the, the thing that everyone always talks about, you know, the spiritual high and, you know, it, it was always a good thing. Um, but then, yeah, as I got older, I again realized um, it was just this temporary high, you know, the spiritual temporary high that I got from retreats, you know, from feeling good. Um, and it was around my junior year of high school where I went on an overseas mission trip for the first time. Um, and there, uh, one of the pastors told us that, you know, we shouldn't really be striving to experience these spiritual highs, more so striving to experience spiritual maturity. Um, and when I heard that, um, that really did open my eyes a little bit more. You know, I would always do these like retreats or um, even just going to church and whatnot, you know, to find like temporary moments of like feeling, you know, loved and spiritual. Um, but now I realize like, it, it's a lifelong thing. It's something that I should be continuing to mature in. Um, so that kind of gave me the first insight into really growing in my faith. Um, and yeah, like Steven said, I also went to PFC um, growing up through middle school and high school. And I learned a lot during then too, but I think I learned a lot more in college when I actually did one year of counseling for PFC because I love the camp so much. Um, I went to see what it was like counseling and that brought like a whole new perspective into just what goes, um, you know, into the planning of the camp, and, but also just, you know, our Christian walk. Um, I think that's the year I really learned that, you know, our walk with God, you know, Christianity, it, it does really affect our everyday lives. It, it does affect our perspective on life and every single thing that we do. And as I've really learned that it wasn't like, it wasn't just, you know, God loves me, um, but it's that God loves me even though I'm a sinner. And I think that idea just really stuck with me um, from, from then on, you know, this idea of, it's not just that God is a good person, but it, it is realizing that everything that I do, you know, God is a part of. Um, and I think that really gave me a driving force to really continue to walk, um, and like I said, to really find that spiritual maturity, realizing that, you know, whatever I do, you know, whether it is work, whether it is school, whether it is my relationships with people, you know, God is a part of that and God loves me through all that. That 
definitely was an, um, a huge eye-opener for me. And I think that definitely was a part in my life where my perspective on Christianity did change a lot. But I mean, yeah, I think I still go through lots of ups and downs, um, you know, even in college, whether it was struggling to find a church, um, struggling to not even go to church at all when I was in college. And even, you know, having difficulty in school, um, having concerns for my future. There were all these different concerns in my life that kind of made me become pretty self-centered, um, thinking that, you know, I have to control everything in my own will, um, out of my own power. But I think I still always look back to those times where I did learn more about um, what it means to really have this relationship with God and how he does play a role in every single thing I do, like I said. Um, so since then, I think um, just being able to experience lots of ups and downs, I was able to be more certain in my faith and know that, you know, God is with me and I, I continue to work at it each and every day as much as I can. Amen. Thank you for sharing that with us, Timmy. Um, and then as the last mm -hmm. question, can you guys share some prayer requests? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, my, one of my prayer requests is just to continue to be disciplined and kind of like the uh, maturity talk to me, shared in the testimony, just continue to be, grow in Christian maturity. Um, yeah, and also for like the Holy Spirit to fill my heart, because I feel like these days it's been pretty hard to, I guess, in a sense, feel God's presence and uh, be intentional with him. And so, yeah, my prayer is just to be disciplined and to pursue him. Um, yeah, I think my prayer request would be, what I said, um, my next big step is, you know, moving out. I think that is a prayer request of mine. You know, it's for me to, I guess, be prepared um, for all that's to come, whether, you know, me leaving my home, you know, me kind of being, I guess, on my own two feet now, um, but really trusting in that, you know, still knowing that God is still with me even then, um, and that I am able to continue to really trust in God, even in the moments of, um, even in the big moments that are, you know, changing my life, um, like moving out. Um, so, yeah. Well, thank you guys for sharing everything with us. And um, also, thank you for making the time to join us for this podcast. Yeah. Um, and then, as yeah, just before I let you go, though, because people, some people that enjoy the spice, spices of our lives are going to want to know, are you guys dating? <laughs> Do you, you see anyone? I am dating. Yes. Ooh. Um, you don't. You don't have to share anything else than that. We're just gonna. <laughs> this is gonna help us get listeners uh, on the next interview as well. Stephen, what about you? I am a single as a. Ready to mingle? No, 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 no. I'm just single. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Hey. Thank you guys. Um. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.